0: Sam Ackerman's having a quiet morning. Hello.
1: <laughs> Good morning. Lovely Very to have quiet. you with
0: us. Just you're, just, you're yep. just managing your stress levels ahead of tomorrow morning's big game.
1: <clears throat> That's look. It, it is a a monster labour weekend. I feel like I, I feel like i one of those um, shilly kind of carny sports promoters. I feel like I come on here a lot and say there's so much happening this weekend, but legitimately, it's look, most of the major teams in uh, oval ball and you know some round ball codes playing all in the same weekend is pretty rare for uh, for New Zealand. So it's pretty, it's, it's choice. I'm really excited um, about what lies ahead. And of course, the, the biggest game as far as stakes go and context goes is unquestionably uh, over in France with uh, the All Blacks taking on Argentina. And it's really interesting. It's funny. Last week, obviously, the, the tension was ratcheted up as high as it could go. It was uh, high drama. Everyone was on uh, tenor hooks. People were saying, well, you know, th- th- All Blacks are underdogs. This could be the end of this era. The World Cup could be over. And now, here we are um, a few days, well, a day out now from a uh, semifinal. And most people, to be fair, are, are talking about the final more than they are talking about the semi-final against the Pumas and to me that's that always gives me the heebie-jeebies Catherine when people start thinking too far ahead
0: and and sometimes it's the more unorthodox teams who play a different style of rugby that should cause you the most concern one of the things we were chatting about earlier one of the things most pleasing out of last weekend was a team specific plan Mm. that worked uh, and maybe we should say plans plural, because one of the issues the All Blacks have had is not being able to pivot to another plan when their plan isn't working. What are they going to need this weekend to make sure uh, there aren't tears by, you know, Saturday lunchtime?
1: Well, the main thing is is Argentina will have absolutely no desire to play rugby, none whatsoever. They don't want to see the ball in hand with anyone. Uh, their tactic, of, of, the, uh, of the quarterfinals, I'd say that the... Uh, the most clinically dour performance came from Argentina. We know that they're a side with a lot of passion, with a lot of uh, flair as a nation. Uh, but you know, when it comes to their rugby, right now they were their rugby pattern was uh, what the. Old school English modelers of don't mind going up by threes, but with a very dominant, a very dominant forward pack. So the Fords are going to look to keep it in tight and, may, and drag the uh, All Blacks respectfully down to their level with that level of uh, of play, bringing it in tighter, so we don't see the uh, the balls uh, the uh, the ball heading out too far to the wings and giving too much scope and space. And certainly the uh, the playmakers will be given uh, be put under an immense amount of pressure. But the All Blacks are capable of, of playing rugby against a team that doesn't want to play it. They, as you perfectly said, they need to have those options for game plans. If, if it's not going the way they want, how are they going to break it? What are they going to do? Uh, and that's why I'm pleased to see a guy like Damien McKenzie uh, on the bench who wasn't required and wonderfully wasn't required against Ireland. I, I applaud the coaches for not using him because why? Ha- you didn't need someone to come on and change things up or do something different. You need to have that up your sleeve, though, if you do need it. So uh, the All Blacks should be able to beat uh, the Pumas, but they should have been able to beat the Pumas when they lost to them in Sydney, and they should have been able to beat the Pumas when they lost to them in New Zealand as well. So uh, they're a side that, that will... Not fear the All Blacks. There is no uh, aura around there. They know they can do it. They're coached by Michael Checker, who people may remember was the coach of the Wallabies. And He's an interesting cat who can get people up for um, for for big games. And he he was actually you know, he took the Wallabies to the World Cup final uh, a couple of cycles ago, and then uh, into the semi-finals after that. So uh, there are yeah, you know, he's he knows about big games. I'm I'm excited about this, but I do hope that the uh, the All Blacks fans are ready to take this game seriously because, yeah, a final would be amazing, of course, but stranger things have happened in the world of sport recently than uh, Argentina beating the All Blacks.
0: We were talking about the new uh, rugby competition for uh, women players underway in New Zealand as of this weekend, actually, and it's been... Look, I know there's a clash, and we heard this morning from uh, World Rugby's women's uh, uh, coordinator. There's a reason for the clash of dates, but even given that, there's been pretty little, you know promotion that's caught my eye of this competition and yet you've got the Black Ferns up against France which gave us that cracking semi-final last year. Um, Just remind people what it is that's being introduced and it's a huge step up for the women's game right around the world.
1: Yeah, so it's an annual um, scenario where they'll play this uh, W15, where that is, it's uh, three leagues essentially in New Zealand are in, in the top league, uh, played in places around the world. Um, around it's the plan is to have more women's rugby played against. Evenly matched matched competition as regularly as possible, which is great. So, we're hosting uh, the uh, W15 1 here, and it's got some amazing teams, obviously. And uh, it'll see the Blackferns and the other teams play in locations over the course of a weekend. So, over two days, three games get played in, uh, starting off in Wellington, then in uh, Dunedin next weekend. And in, in Auckland, and that Auckland one will be leading into a, a game against England, New Zealand, England, when we know how amazingly uh, contested they can be as well. So there's a lot to like about it. Yep, the, the hype certainly uh, hasn't been there, but we are also, if we're being fair, comparing that to A, a Rugby World Cup, and also the Women's Rugby World Cup that here that came with a lot of build-up, a lot of hype, uh, and uh, the way that, that that landed in our social uh, and and sporting uh, landscape. At the time, it was the the top dog. Everyone was attracted to it for what it brought and what was there. And I I hope New Zealand's going to stay invested in the Black Ferns. And uh, you know, even if it's something as simple as Ruby Tui being back, where so many New Zealanders with your rugby fans are not are in love with Ruby Tui and want to see her play again. So it's wonderful she's back from her sabbatical and back in that black jersey. So there's a lot to like about this. I love the concept, uh, and I'm really glad to see uh, World Rugby invested and at least making sure there's attempts to capitalise on what was incredible momentum and smart to bring it back down in here really easy to play that somewhere else right in the world but to uh, play it in new zealand to capitalize on that momentum is exciting so if you're in wellington uh this weekend you've got starting from tonight there is a couple of uh, great games to go see and uh, as you mentioned taking on france that'll be a beauty and it does make for a wonderful wonderful saturday of sport watching you've got the all blacks uh, and then you got uh, that game and there's not the only show in town as far as um, big games on a on a saturday as well oh kick on yeah well the 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 league equivalent so going from the 15 side to the 13 side uh they have a triple hitter uh at Eden Park. Now, it's uh, long weekends are wonderful, uh, but we do know that people do evacuate the cities somewhat. Certainly, if the the weather's playing ball, as it has been uh, recently around the country, um, so it's a little unfortunate in a long weekend. There's uh, these big games in Auckland and Wellington uh, because you know, hope, you know I hope a lot of people who are in town will come to town for the games go because they are high quality fixtures. Uh, the Pacific Championship is the first time we've been able to see the the Kiwis uh, men's rugby league team in action uh, since the uh, since the world cup last year november so virtually a year ago Uh, a little bit of a new look side but uh, be very interesting to see how they go against samoa of course we we know that in rugby league the pacific nations are on the rise uh, and uh, samoa are a team that made the world cup final last year and uh, they didn't go great in their in their first game of the tournament against the kangaroos but they'll be better for the run on the same day we've got uh, the women's team the kiwi ferns who are just always a joy to watch Uh, They're playing uh, as well at Eden Park uh, against uh, the the Samoan Woman. New Zealand A even having a run. Very long time between drinks since we've seen that. So some uh, very talented NRL players who haven't quite made it to the Kiwis yet um, getting a a run as well. So three games of league at Eden Park. It's just... A, a joy uh, so much rugby so much sport on uh that is just uh, some people say over overkill and overload for me just about right just about
0: <laughs> you'll be camping out uh, somewhere in Auckland I imagine uh, over the weekend <laughs> uh now the Black Caps just speaking of you know latent last minute optimism uh godness they got Absolutely smashed by England, and then they smash England back in the new tournament in the uh, in the World Cup in the in the, in the um, subcontinent, and then England lose to Afghanistan. Uh, it's um, been a topsy-turvy old run uh, in uh, world cricket this year. The Black Caps are uh, they quietly positioning themselves as arguably the All Blacks did to uh, you know be in with a shot here.
1: We 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 looked at the form of of the black caps and there was nothing in the form of the black caps and you could arguably say twelve months leading up to uh, the World Cup that make you think you know these guys are a real good red hot crack at this but we seem to forget and I'm as guilty as anyone that until proven otherwise they are a tournament team. They do great in the tournament format. It suits them. This round robin is a little bit different, but it is working for them so far. So, uh, they and India, the hosts, are the only undefeated teams left. It, 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 in the uh, England, as you mentioned, tripped up by Afghanistan. Um, the, the Aussies uh, have been all over the shop uh, so far. I mean, South Africa, who are not a tournament team in cricket, just anyone's um, not playing home, long at home with that one. They lost to the Netherlands. It, 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 anything can happen in um in this Cricket World Cup, and so far the Black Caps are making sure it's not happening to them. So a great win against Afghanistan. The score sounds really comfortable uh, in the end, but if you watched it, the patches they were put under pressure, and they had to play their way back into the match. And yep, it was comfortable in the end, but you couldn't have told that uh, when the pressure was on uh, in, uh, in the batting order. So I really like what we're seeing, uh, regular contributions from players, players prepared to play against their grain. Glenn Phillips, which, who loves to throw the bat, he batted the least Glenn Phillips-like innings I've ever seen him play for much of his bat. And that shows that he's, they're switched on for what they need in the given circumstances. So given that Tim South, he hasn't played yet, Kane Williamson's injured himself again after uh, getting uh, most of an innings in before uh, getting a thumb injury. It's, they're traveling well, but the real test uh, India uh, on Sunday night, so through to Monday morning. That'll be, given that there's no uh, work for many people, that's that's worth a late night, that one, India versus New Zealand. And if they can win that, if they can somehow stop Virat Kohli in this team, uh, don't worry. They will go from uh, under the radar to the centre of the radar with a blinking big dot on them. So uh, a really good start so far from the Black Caps.
0: I'm absolutely watching Rachin Ravindra's rise. He's gone up the order, yeah. I think, as a batsman. and He's a beautiful batsman um, and an extremely useful spin bowler as well. Uh, and, and it's great to see new talent I mean look we're back relying on Trent Bolt and uh, Tim Southey and and, um, you know to a lesser extent at the moment Kane Williamson but you know old hands and proven hands but isn't it exciting when a new player comes through and you think yep you've got the ability to be completely world class
1: well, especially with cricket this this week being put into the Olympics uh, for the for Los Angeles, so five five years away, Rish and very well should be and could be an Olympian the way he's uh, tracking as well. So, given they're a tournament team. Geez, I don't know. It's a lot to be excited about. I, I think he is the uh, the embodiment of what you what we're excited about with the, the the talent coming through. He is certainly the poster boy for that right now. But he he's he's been a long time coming, and and those who follow cricket intensely have been really impressed. But it, given that he just made his international debut this year, he came quickly up um from seventh, batting six and seven, and then going okay to suddenly dropped in at number three and looking like a natural. It's it has been a real great rise and. Uh, a well-built team Gary Stead has got there right now. Yeah,
0: nearly 24 years. But also, when you can move up the order like that and play like that, yeah. you know that's not, it's not a fluke. It's a sign of deep talent and an attitude and ability in an eye. Uh, and you just hope someone goes on and, uh, you know, makes themselves an institution in the side. Uh, let's talk about the netball. And again, put a grin on our faces and theirs. They needed it. Uh, and uh, pulling it off against the old foes, the Silver Ferns.
1: Yeah that now that was more like it that's what we expect i've been lucky enough to be uh courtside in uh trans tasman test between new zealand and australia and it, it's so intense and it's been one of those beautiful even rivalries where it could go either way for so long but unfortunately the aussies have taken ownership of the the contest of late much like the all blacks have with the bled low to the wallabies where you kind of go well you know it's kind of theirs to lose it's don't get me wrong, this Constellation Cup, which is a four-game series to allow for two two here, two there, which is, can always be a little unfortunate as far as leading to a draw. But at 2-1 uh, up, the Aussies are still in the box seat. For New Zealand to, quote-unquote, win the Constellation Cup, they'd need to win by 16 goals in the final game in Auckland on Monday. But what we saw in Invercargill, and if, if anyone who doesn't uh, follow netball closely, Invercargill is unquestionable. Questionably, the heart and soul of netball in this country was right through those uh, '90s and 2000s, uh, and it was very emotional uh, last night. Uh, Robin Broaden, who we've discussed in the show, uh, has passed away uh, recently. An incredible contribution down there with the Sting, and, and much loved. The stadium for the night was named Robin Broaden Stadium, and it, and it really brought that extra emotion and, and just enough to get uh, the Ferns across the line with a final quarter comeback. That was great to watch. That was the Silver Ferns we know we've got. We've got. It doesn't matter. I, I don't care how talented they are compared. To the Australians when they are wholehearted, like a performance last night, uh, that's a joy to watch. So uh, if they can win on Monday, it'll be a two-all series. Even if, if I don't care about the goal difference, if Australia retains the Constellation Cup. You know, fair play, whatever. If if they can finish a four-match series with uh, the Aussies, the World Champs, uh, at two-all, that's signs of good improvement after what was a dreadful World Cup for them. So fingers crossed. Uh, it would be a great result, a great way to cap. Hopefully. Hopefully, Catherine, will be a very successful weekend for New Zealand teams.
0: Well, I tell you what, there's plenty of it on, as you've pointed out.
1: I, I'm not making this up, you know. Well these things that happen, I just, as it comes, I need to point out. Quite frankly, there is there is a lot on, and this is a time where there's a lot of sports lovers have been told that there are lawns to mow and uh, and suddenly gardens you know, to fences plant, fences to paint, and yeah, there's lots. Got to lots tomatoes to, and whatever to weekend, place, or is it so. your
0: potatoes? One or the other. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know, but whichever one it is, I'll butcher it. So uh, <laughs> as long as, if you ask, I've got... Uh, You've got figures for a remote to...
0: control and nothing else, right? Well, They're not green. Yeah,
1: some people have talents and some people are good at watching people with talents, and that's <laughs> where I sit.
0: Thank you, Sam. Sam Ackerman, have a good weekend, uh, and thank you for your time.